podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. We're called Whistle, and this is true. We love to do the things that we're not supposed to do. We don't need robbing, stealing, or mugging. In fact, don't take it seriously. We're only bugging. <laughs> Hello, my name is Mark Webster. This is the Whistleblowers, and this is the Whistleblowers after what was, I'm assuming, some kind of Desmondageddon situation where all of the English football was now decimated, taken to pieces, knee deep in the filth of their useless mediocrity, except there's about 77 teams have made it through to the Champions League. It's a bizarre situation, uh, and we're going to try and pick the, pick the bones about it now, because Mr Kevin Day is sitting directly in front of me. Yeah, and if there isn't a reggae film from the 60s called Desmond Ageddon, then they really, they really <laughs> should, they really should oh, be. <laughs> no, don't Desmond do that. Don't, don't, don't do that. Should I not? No, don't do that. It's, it's in my head now, though, oh. yeah. Oh. Get up in the morning. No, 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 no you're absolutely right. Just, I know you edited Blues and Soul magazine, it, it, but don't do that. No, don't. it's stopping now. It's stopping immediately now. It's carrying on in my head. As I then defer to my immediate right about 45 degrees, where Martin Gritton sits, poised to explain to us, um, and indeed unpick this prickly issue, which is, why the hell are we now here with... Well, it's manual out, and, 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 and not... Prettily, mm. by the way, mm. it has to be said. But Chelsea, Arsenal, and Man City are in good shape, aren't they? Yes, I, well, I'd say good shape just by the fact that they got through. You know, the fact that they're, they're there or thereabouts. Well, I that, think well that, that's it. By definition, they're, they're in good shape. But you just the unpredictability of it, and and the fact that. I mean, there's teams in there that they just... Uh, who who would you want to face? You know, obviously you rule out Barcelona and, and Real Madrid, but going out to going out to some of the smaller guys, going out to Ghent. Yeah. <laughs> going <laughs> out to Ghent. I think uh, Ghent again. What, <laughs> well, at the risk of sounding overly dramatic, I mean, I think there was a... I think three managers' jobs have been saved. Yeah, I, I, Sooner I, I rather than later. You're right. I, I, I believe you're right. I believe you're right. I think I think Mourinho wouldn't have survived them not qualifying. And I think long-term... Wenger and Pellegrini, their job would have been much more difficult if they hadn't qualified. I mean, well, you, it's you just saw the clock ticking on Wenger, perhaps. It's I mean, possibly. I mean, it's but important. the other two certainly it's are much Im- more specific. I mean, it, yeah. It's important in the long run because of the... I, I, I still can't work out how UEFA discussed this, the, 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 the point system whereby we lose a team or gain... Because like, if they hadn't qualified, we probably would have been a team like in the Champions yeah. League and then seasons to come I don't know it works out but don't do it to yourself I think the, the, it's interesting because everyone was talking about a wipeout weren't they? they were talking about the possibility of knowing English teams and it means the Premier League's rubbish blah 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 I think the Man United win is the most interesting because I think United management and fans uh, players rather should show a little bit of humility towards the fans the, the, the flip-flopping they've done today Fellaini saying well we can't play on a Thursday that's not right mm. Van Hal saying, well, if we'd scored some of those goals against uh, PSG, which we didn't score, the referee in the first Wolfsburg game at home, Van Hal then saying this evening, this is not an excuse, but in Holland, the TV companies let us play on a Friday night before the big... The, oh, so, so, and, and if Jupiter was in the right proximity... Basically, if you can't qualify from a group with Wolfsburg, PSV and CSKA, then, then you should be apologising to your fans and saying yeah. something's wrong here. It, and, it's, and it's just... But looking at oh, what, was, what amazed me looking at the United the highlights of the United game on Tuesday when I got home was the players on the bench 
I didn't recognise half of them. Yeah. And, then, and it's not like they're saying, right, in, in years gone by with Ferguson, they would have qualified by then and they'd be playing and, and, and you get, through experience. And there's a chance to get some boys but, out there, blood but what, on how, there. But how has that happened? How, is, how have mm. United come to that pass? You're right. It's validating the... Um, the failure as well. It's the whole man gal going, well, we got further in the Carling Cup this oh. year. And it's that sort of thing that just gets your blood up as a how fan. Can you, how could he even bring that up in conversation? Bizarre, wasn't it? Yeah, That's yeah. It. And, and then you're creating a them and us, whereas I think, you know, a, a Ferguson or, a, well, it's, it doesn't have to be Ferguson, but a manager that will go in and go, that, that was a disgrace. Yeah. But I'm furious. I'm going to go and roast those players. Yeah. And you expect that, but yeah. it's not kind of they've created this environment where, well, you know, there's always a, an excuse. And there always will be an excuse, yeah. you know, at, at that but level. You, but you get the feeling, Mark, because Rio Ferdinand, to his enormous credit, said, you wouldn't leave the house. Basically, when they didn't qualify, there's yeah. one year they didn't qualify. Yeah. So you'd be ashamed to leave the house. You'd be really, you'd be apologising. You don't get that sense from United fans. And when you get, explain to me this, Martin, as a professional footballer, how is it that, that Fellaini, for example, amongst others, can go, I can't play on a Thursday? Mm. Thursday and Sunday, that throws out the whole week rather than going, sorry about this. Why, why, what is this obsession? They are, they are actually, much. they are bred in, in, in pods and genetically coded mm. to not be available on those days. <laughs> that's how it works, isn't it, Martin? I said, <laughs> that's, like Paul, that, that's, that's, where, well, that's where you lot come out of, some form of factory, don't there's, you? There's certainly psychology as a, as a first-team player that if you're playing on a Tuesday afternoon or a Wednesday afternoon, it's like you're in, in the reserves, so you have this, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's this apathy. That's true. But yeah, there's Thursday night, there shouldn't be an excuse. And also, it's, it's a European night, so I, to pull, pull it down to real basics, their contracts will be European bonus motivated, you know what I mean? So oh. those guys, by playing those games, I mean, I suppose when you're earning that much, it, the, the the smaller amounts for the bonuses aren't that yeah, huge. But at the right. same time, these players shouldn't have any problems getting motivated for a European fixture. I think it's the the whole, I'm I'm better than this, Lev. You know, that yeah, sort of, yeah. that, and you get that from the way that they kind of play sometimes. Oh, yeah, 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 in yeah. particular. But what you'd expect though, surely, from a club like Man United, is the players should be saying to the fans, we're really sorry about this, yeah. but we're, what, we're going to try and win the Europa, Europa League. And you'd expect from now on the, the league performances, you go, right, as a, as a bonus, they're going to improve. But you don't get the sense that United players are going to do that. But it's kind of, yeah. not least of which, though, sh- and, and, and it's ridiculous to say this, but there's an almost comic level to Man United really trying hard to win the Europa League. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah. because, because it becomes almost. Um, you know, self-deprecating in the sense that if they do win, they're going like, look what they just won. Yeah. They just won the under-14s, you know, darts competition at, at Dreamland in Margate. It's, there's the lack of respect for the tournament. It, they can claim anything they like. Man United fans, well, I think, I suspect, will even feel slightly embarrassed mm. if they did it. I don't know. I mean, yeah, by, yeah. The, the euphoria of the moment obviously was something slightly different, yeah. you know, and if they're actually there and they uh, go and do this thing. But the moment, all it looks like is like you've just gone Mickey Mouse. Mm. Yeah, but I find that hard to believe because I support a team that if we ever got into the Europa League, I'd be in heaven. Yeah, but, I would, but your team is not Man United. That's no, no, the no. Point. no, no fair point. So, yeah. But still, but, but I, I still don't quite understand why it's so... So devalued. Well, nor do I. But well, mainly it's because he's got teams. Well, I suspect that's how they'll think. Yeah, I, I, last year, what, Spurs and Swansea and teams like that, you say yeah. the same thing, but then they played, uh, Spurs played very, like, kind of development squads and, and they tra- Spurs, didn't treat yeah. it with the same respect yeah. that, that perhaps... Well, I'm a, coming from a Celtic fan, and we're going tonight, we're going to Fenerbahce 
bottom of the league to kind of just uh, pull any self-respect by stopping so, Fred so yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's even li- more humiliating I, I just, just say my listeners uh, by the time you listen to this you will know where Martin's heart is it's, <laughs> it's either high as a kite or as, as crest as a fall <laughs> as it could have taken do you I'm think like, do you think Celtic I mean, that's such a difficult balancing act, isn't it? Because it, yeah. without Rangers in the Premier League, it's so easy for Celtic to win it. No disrespect to Aberdeen, no, etc. But, but yeah, the gulf between winning their league easily and then even qualifying for the Champions League. But Celtic should be... The, you can't... Because oh, I'm so old-fashioned. One doesn't prepare you for the other, Celtic, Celtic should be in the Champions League. Well, Because I've got this romance about... You know, teams yeah, that have won the European, European Cup in the first yeah, place. My yeah, family, yeah, yeah. my family up there are Celtic fans. They should be in the Champions League. Teams like that. Yeah, it was. It was their third qualifier, was it not? I can't yeah. remember. It was Wolfsburg that knocked us. Yeah. We actually played three very tough qualifiers well, actually, with, yeah, it, yeah. Uh, with Ronnie Delia, who was coming in and his own had his own problems again with this this whole bringing in. Was that that during like flip flop part of the season as well? Was it? It's like sort of like some Duke, we still July, July game. July, exactly, that's it. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, you know, that's again. You don't want to create excuses because they should be going through. But the teams that were playing were probably teams that are on par with them ability wise, mm. which is again. Not with, it's, when Celtic compete against Barcelona and and get those one or two results, it's still not enough to to, to justify the fifty grand a week, you know. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. and we always relied on having the one guy, so having the Van Hoydonk or the Viduca, or the Decanio, yeah, yeah, and you will pin yeah. it around them. Yeah, and then last, yeah. don't you know? Lucky enough, someone like that stayed. Yeah, but um, but yeah, without Rangers. Obviously, the competition's gone, but a lot of European leagues are like that, you know, with one team that just kind of... The, I th- I think two we, teams. What's, what's interesting in this, in, in this current mix is this weird little Gary Neville moment. <laughs> because uh, it, it felt strange when it happened. Then, and then it becomes... Uh, vague, I, I went vaguely sinister simply because of... I, I've never thought I'd say this in my entire adult life, or indeed in any present, you know, or, or, or three generations of Websters would ever say this because of the Salford City connection. Uh-huh. You know, for Christ's sakes, Gary Neville's ended up with his brother now, obviously alongside of Kevin, mm. and, and and this is this is particularly pertinent and, and poignant for Kevin, and uh, because Kevin spent a lot of his writing life. <laughs> putting Gary and Phil Neville in bump beds together yeah. <laughs> in various different comedy-based situations. That's why, and yeah. good God, here they are doing it again. Yeah, you've got a better memory of my writing career than I have. But, oh, well. Um, the, the Gary, that's really, as, um, as, a, as a, a fan of the England team and working on the basis that Gary Neville, I think, will be England manager one day. England, the FA clearly won it. I like the idea that we've got an England manager that's got experience of coaching, yep. managing their broad, but it seems so out of the... I can't see what's in it for him. I, I don't believe for a second him Five-month contract, by the well, way. Well, yeah, but I, I also... I, Arbitrary, I, bizarre I, number. Until, yeah. I don't believe for a second that it's him saying, well, I, 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 I talk the talk, now I have to walk the walk. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Why would you choose that? Mm. Well, you know, yeah. if, if, if Villa had come in for him, say, or Borough, or, or, a, or a championship team, QPR, and said, you could say... All right, I'll understand. I really understand that. But to be the, the fact they asked him for a start to be parachuted into a fairly top-level European club by the man who invested we, massive money in, in, in Salford City. Football I mean, that's that's mm. obviously let's, that's, let's, that, I don't think yeah. we, that's the link. But you, to me, you want, you want to dismiss that, but you simply but that's can't. The link, but to no, me, that's yeah, that's that a lose lose. Yeah. That, but that's a lose lose situation. Gary Neville could could stuff his entire credibility a as a broadcaster, yeah, yeah, and b yeah. as a future England True. manager by. 
because it's such a different I mean it's a cliche but it's such a different culture in terms of what the manager's responsibilities are you know managers over there don't don't run the club from top to tail like Fergie used to run Man United but that's his experience because basically a lot of the decisions about buying players about infrastructure taken out of his hands and suddenly the Valencia players are kind of going well he doesn't speak English he's got no experience as a manager I'd have to agree completely except that of course there's there's things you have to deal with not number one as the owner and uh, who knows Neville knows his football club Hmm. but number two of course is his brother's been there Hmm. now You've been in, I, I do not doubt for a second, mine, in your much trouble striker role, that you've been in some strange dressing room situations where you're going like, what the bleeding hell is happening here? <laughs> and, and would there be that in Spanish and, and, and other selected languages going on, do you think, in Valencia? I think, I think there's always, a, you have this honeymoon period and this area, this timing where he, he always has a scapegoat in the fact that, you know, it's, I think it already happened the other night when he lost. Mm. It's the fact that, He'll be kind of crushed by the defeat, but there's lots of reasons for it, and there's lots of things he can he, he can talk about. But the big the big thing is, is for someone that's so forthright as him, so opinionated, he will once you start questioning yourself as, as someone like him. So when Roy Keane was f- like came at Sunderland, was just like on the crest of a wave, <laughs> floating, and we were like, "Who is this guy? He was yeah. the best manager anyone ever. You know, he's incredible." Yeah. Then you have this moment of self doubt, and it's how you deal with that because. You're going to have players rebelling against you. You're going to have and all these little things that we're talking about now. When he's taking the job, you shouldn't even be. These but are, these, you, but has his brother helped though? So, 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 yeah. so, is he, is he, do you think bro, his brother being there has taken a bit of the sting out of that tail? Is there arguably some method in the madness of his of employment? I don't think that Phil Neville would have. Again, this is it's not a criticism of Phil Neville, but he would not be the buffer I would choose between the dressing room and <laughs> him, okay. you know. <laughs> It's, yeah. it's, that's more like building a dam than creating a, yeah. you know, creating it's, It a, sounds like a criticism, but it's not. I think you're, you know, you're entrenching yourself and you're just saying, well, he's my brother. So really? whereas, well, who would you, who would you bring in? So someone that, you know, spoke the language for a start and someone that perhaps you played with that, you know, that you respected. Or but, but when you, when, uh, you, this must have happened to you several times. When, when a new manager comes in, a, first of all, do you feel do you ever feel any guilt as a player for what's happened? But B, do you expect a new manager to be better than you were as a footballer or have more experience? Is there a sort of set of criteria? And if a manager comes in that's got no experience, is it much harder for him then? Would you, is at the very least you expect that he's played at a level above you or managed at? Le- that's, a, that's a great question. I think. Um when I was at Plymouth and Sturrock walked in the dressing room and achieved as a Scotsman and known what he'd achieved as a player, but also that kind of that no nonsense attitude. So the first training session was two, we just kicked lumps at each other. Right. Everyone's fighting over those 11 shirts, you yeah, know, just yeah, to yeah. impress him. Yeah. When I went to Grimsby, Russell Slade was the manager and Russell Slade had no real background in football, apart from the fact, I think he was at Notts County, he kind of comes through. Yeah. We didn't really know his background. Um, uh, as a footballer, but then he was much more savvy with man management, and he could deal with players and the media. So he could he could create and I don't like the word but narrative. He could create a kind of story around why he was. But picking you a as team. a footballer yeah, yeah. had to find a reason that you could be committed to that fella. Yeah. Yeah. Albeit, I've got ninety nine caps, I've got seventy seven yeah. medals, yeah. or I'm just a fella who's who's who's, who's very kind of welcoming and gregarious and you're going to warm to me so all of those things those, things those things but then what would happen was there'll be, there'll be a situation where he does something to someone in the dressing room yeah. and you either fall one side of the yeah. one yeah. side of the camp or the other you go I like that because that's what yeah. I want or you're like 
oh my god that's outrageous you know yeah. so the canio i'm guessing does it every <laughs> 10 <laughs> to 15 minutes yeah and he's, uh, at home before yeah. he gets exactly. exactly. but that's that, that's why did the family and you, and you fall one side and you'll get guys backing up managers you know are crazy because they've got an invested interest you that's know? really interesting that because you talk about Sturrock you know working out who the players are want it and apparently because that's what warnock does every time near warnock Correct. goes into a club has a training game, shin pads on. Absolutely. And But you talk to players like Sean Derry, Clint Hill, apps, they won't hear a word said against Warnock. Uh, but, Who do you think's good in those games? Uh, well, exactly, <laughs> Clint Hill and exactly, Sean Derry. But, but what tends to happen, <laughs> it seems to me that what tends to happen is that, and they, but they will say themselves that at every club, there are six or seven players who will run through the proverbial wall for Warnock. Yeah, and the it, others... It counts on a pitch but, on but the others, But the others are not... And it kind of strikes me that it as, must, as odd. But, that but you those need, extremes. But that's odd, though, isn't it? To have does that that can't help a dressing room when you've got six or seven well, players it, who know they're getting picked. Whatever happens. But I'd say you know. I'd say a perfect example is the Lee Catamo who ended up standing up to to Canio. Yeah. Lee Catamo's the kind of guy that are like, well, do you know what? On a Monday, he's still going to clap. He is going to go through your yes, training. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, you yeah, either, yeah. You either it's get what me, he does. Yeah, yeah, you get behind him or you fight him, yeah. or you just go. This guy's a leader in the dressing room, and do you know what? He's probably not got a bad. He's, he's not a bad guy to follow. He's not a bad player either. Just a hothead. Ultimately, of course, I mean, the, 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 the literal fact of it is, is that no one thing has ever worked. It's been yeah, a exactly. million, it's a million well, things, yeah, but, isn't but, but, it, but, anyway? But why is so, it watching, as a palace, I've seen Sunderland and Newcastle recently, and Sunderland did a job on us and deserved to beat us 1-0, no doubt about that. We're more positive than we thought they were. But then seeing Newcastle, I can't imagine that Sam Allardyce could have gone into Newcastle with the same players and did what he did mm. at Sunderland. I mean, but... Is, is that is that the case? Is it, is it sometimes when there's a group of players it's actually impossible to impose that sort of will? Do the players need to want to buy into it before Adidas can work his magic or Pulis can work his magic? I think you, uh, with their st- the style of play again and it's not a criticism of the style of play because that's generally how I play my career so you'll find you can shortcut your way to very simple quick wins you know as a as a team you can you can get yourself up the pitch quite quickly by being direct by getting a few strong boys I mean like Jednak I mean Jednak for you guys when he's moved into midfield last year that's what you've often you only need one or two of those as long as you mentioned of course what what they've they've been able to do is recruit and do that you know you go back to the old Stoke not the current Stoke and that's exactly Exactly the system that works, and, yeah. and of course that's what you saw with Pulis. And yeah. so managers will be yeah. as long as they're given, oh. as long as they're in the, they're employed at the right time mm. to just employ the six giant uh, units that are required for their job. They're, just, just they're off and running. I want to hear more about Jednak. Just a <laughs> oh, dear, so exactly. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's funny the way that players lovely beards. There'll always be a player that develops as well under these managers. So there'll be someone that case I don't know Phillips maybe under Warnock or some I, I don't know. Well, uh, Damien Delaney at Palace, Delaney, who, who you would never have thought would exactly. be a Premier League player. Gareth McCauley was my skipper at yeah. Lincoln and I, th- I always thought Gareth McCauley was like street said and then they watched Delaney this season yeah. and you're like well, what, Pardew, what a player Pulis, Pulis started it but Pardew mm. has turned Delaney into a top class Premier yeah. League player which, is, doubt, which is which he's delighted about more well, than anyone no, else course, <laughs> well, yeah. but we are as well but also it's great because it's a good story because you do want to see lads that have played in every division that aren't blessed with the great skills but I've turned into players like that but it just okay. the question is that when Allardyce goes into a new club mm. surely you need you need Delaney to be there rather than Yanmat for example it's like if you've got a group of players that Newcastle have got Talented well, well he just took but, Kevin Nolan but, but how did, yeah, to, but how to yeah. do that well, job, exactly. yeah. yeah, I don't so think... You, it, yeah. So you, try, you, bring your, you bring those role models, yeah. those worker dogs, wouldn't that's you, it. with you? Yeah, you? And do you give... I mean, is it... 
it's, it's a really odd thing as a football fan as well. When Sherwood, for example, with Adibayo, sort of, I just put my arm around him, which just, if I was a Tottenham fan, I'd be furious. Yeah. I'd be furious. Is that, all, is that all it takes? Yeah. 120 grand a week. Adibayo's a two-armer. But how, so how, Easy. How long, Easy. Do you, how long do you take? How long do you, when, when a new manager comes in, how long do you give him? Because you, all the old Arsenal players said they laughed at Wenger. You know, but they, they said, well, we'll give him a couple of weeks. How long do you... Is there a sort of make or break period it's for a new manager? Do you know what it all comes down to? The, man, the manager's right. backbone is everything because, they'll again, they'll waver. So after a few defeats, right. you'll see... The, so, again, Mourinho, um, the, the guy won't... He won't waver. And yeah. if, anything, yeah. if anything, he'll entrench himself further. But, yeah. like, playing Kennedy at left-back against Aspilicueta, yeah. that's what a new yeah. manager would do. He'd go in yeah, and go, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, I'll bring this guy in. Just and I'm not saying it's a, it's a mark of good uh, management or not, but at the same time, it's about, a manager can go 10 games without defeat, but he'll turn around and go, it's not my fault. And not in the way that Sherwood necessarily did it, where he said, go yeah, yeah, I've yeah. not got a problem, the club's got a problem. That's, that's a well, different do you know what, what was interesting about Pardew, when he first came into the Palace, was it in the first four or five games, everyone in the squad got a game. So no one could complain that they hadn't been tried. Well, that's, people, but there's certain logic to that as well. Yeah, people have, have a look. look. You've got to have a look. Yeah, you? Yeah, people you know. we hadn't seen on the pitch for ages for a reason. Yeah, but he brought them on, and it, so then he could genuinely say, "Didn't work. Didn't mm. do it." Get him but Shamak is a great example of that in Palace, yeah. as opposed to where we were, at West Ham, in which he did uh. diddly. So I mean, <laughs> the, the range is amazing, which brings us quite neatly to where Swansea are in their, in, you know, in the, in, in their. Basically, in their history, because mm. of course, in, in, in certain terms, they were nowhere ten minutes ago as a, as, mm. as, a, as, a, as a top of the league, mm. high you know top flight football club, nearly out of the league, full stop. God, mm. and, and yeah. there's the magic of the Swansea story. Yeah. Now, has the Swansea story pushed itself too far forward, Kevin? In the sense where Gary Monks, I mean, it's one in eleven. I mean, there's a lot of managers who got sacked for that, but but but, but there's. There's so much noise around Swansea in terms of the fact that they think that their model has to remain intact at the expense of the team actually still doing well. The most depressing thing about the Swansea story is what it means for West Ham fans, Palace fans, Villa fans, Leicester fans. Because what it means is there are only six clubs, maybe seven, who are actually established in the Premier League. Because at the start of the season, people were talking about Swansea, they've cracked it. Yeah, job done. Yeah, top half half team. and, And within... And they started really well, eight points yeah. in the first four games. And within 11 games, they're in danger of relegation. They've panicked. They've got rid of a manager who's come through every single rank at Swansea, who's, been, who's immersed in the club and its culture. And suddenly they've decided that culture that worked all that time isn't working, so we need to change it. Whereas you've got Bournemouth, who Eddie Howe is resolute. And I'm one of the people who said on radio and on podcasts, Bournemouth forgot to change the way they play. They're going down. And it turns out that was a bad thing to do because <laughs> Bournemouth has stuck by it. And I think, Sw- I think Swansea made a mistake getting rid of Monk. I really do. And Gary Monk, start of this season, we were talking about him as potential England manager. Hmm. And everyone was talking about his methods and, then, and the way that he's maintained the old Swansea style but brought new stuff in. And all, all that's happened is that they haven't replaced Boney. Simple as that. Yeah. They're not scoring yeah, enough goals. True, true, and, true. And, and essentially that's... Mutu, obviously, <coughs> yeah. well, who disappeared a year before. But, and, but, but, the, but the trouble is it's all to do with the fact that the big money comes next season. I think if... Well, well yeah. That's, that's where the panic sets in. And the fact is that Swansea, I think, would have stayed up anyway. And I, and of course I understand. If I, if, if, I was, if I was a Swansea fan, I'd probably be calling for Gary Monk's head. But it does just highlight the stark reality of... of Football in the Premier League. No, none of us were established. Well, West Ham, West Ham, Palace, Stoke, Villa. We'll all be back in the Championship in ten years' time. Kevin, like, you know. so the points 
Pints Fedos, you know, and, and, and you know, fans calling for players' heads. But Swansea pride, uh, prided themselves on the fact that they're the new model army, that they have, you know, they, they've got this system. You've got um, uh, it's Hugh Jenkins, I think he's, he's, yeah, he's the chairman, chairman yeah. and director of football, yeah. does the recruiting. Gary Gar- has been there for 15 years, you know, pr- you know, man and boy, the whole works. Sim- are they, is he, are they panicked? Listen to this. Or is it? Are they legitimately like such is such is football life? I th- these clubs think of themselves differently than the, the clubs of old in a way that the manager isn't the guy that is that important. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know? No, because, he's yeah, almost yeah, a yeah. panto character. Not least yeah. which so he, he, did, he yeah. didn't recruit the players that he's yeah. asked to work with, yeah. which so, of course is another matter. So if, entirely, anything, yeah. if, if anything, he's a motivator. If anything, he's a guy. So if he's broken, then the team he's in. You know, he's almost like a. a he, he's telling you what's going on in the dressing room. So yeah, yeah. He's, he was there, he was like, oh, I'm going to answers. Because that's what he said after his last game. He was like, I'm going to answers. The week before, he was like, yeah, Don't yeah. Do, do not say that out loud, by the way. Do not say that out loud. Yeah, because it's honest, isn't yeah, it? I mean, it's, it's honest. Yeah. But you change him. So let's look at who's out there. You've got four or five coaches, that are brilliant coaches that come in, take the team training, get that new, get that buzz going. And the sad thing is that that's what the manager is now because yeah. Southampton treat the same. You know, all these guys, it's like the managers are interchangeable, you know, because ultimately all that guy does is yeah. it bring, and it brings a media buzz. And then it's the same. I used to, it was, you know, I'm not giving too much away with it, but when I was injured, oh, coming, back, do, from injury, Martin, coming back from injury, do you know what? Having a shave and a haircut, you come back and play and people go, oh, Martin's lost weight. He's yeah, looking a bit yeah, sharper. Yeah. And I would go, I swear to God, it's like yeah. the, the, the fans look at you and look at your body language and they'll go off that and that's yeah was, and sometimes that's what it, it's almost or like the club had, or, or it's the club had, having a shave and a haircut or you had a beard that weighed half a stone <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Or, or I was just overweight yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's also that in there as well but, yeah. but there is that and that's that's the sadness because these guys are great coaches but it's, it's a it's a merry-go-round but, 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 but that's what I find that's what I panic's probably not the right word but what I find odd about Swansea is they say right we're getting rid of Gary Monk but then they say, well, we're going to try and get Brendan Rodgers back, who is exactly the same as Gary Monk. Because yeah. he was the Gary Monk before Gary Monk was, the, the Swansea style. It's like, well, if, if, if you're saying the style of, of the... You know, and it's great to hear a club talk about we impose a style on our... Mm. We'll play a certain way. But in which case, why do you get rid of one person who, who manages a team in that style to bring another person? Well, Rodgers... It's, it's from, the personnel I don't, think, I don't think Rodgers walked. But, but, I mean, Rodgers was, was, was... Yeah, but Rodgers isn't, Rodgers isn't going to make Gomez score goals all of a sudden. And Rodgers ain't going to go... If, 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 if they have to play the same way... Yeah. But, the, but then some, someone, again, you'll have that situation where someone will go into a club and you'll have that training ground match where everyone's back just trying to impress... Um, also, it In becomes case, a soap opera. Fault. It, no, absolutely. Yeah. But that's yeah. everything's the yeah, but ultimately. Yeah, yeah. So potentially, yeah, yeah. do yeah, yeah. I mean? I, I, obviously, you know, David Moyes knows me. Yeah. So potentially, just to. In this kind of little period at Swansea, I mean, let's hope that as, as, as this as a football club is having a right go. I mean, because we know we wouldn't be talking as we said we wouldn't about Swansea in this conversation many years ago. Yeah, yeah. It, it'd be irrelevant, but. Now we've got a chance where you can actually get a... a, a Just you know. to set the Lion King's trying to get in touch. Though. <laughs> that's that's Gritton's that's phone. Swansea. He's booked again. <laughs> don't you worry about it, son. You're actually right. We, we, don't, we don't find this. We, we don't... Oh, it's my phone. That's even that's weird. Oh, that's even weird. You've got a new phone. Oh, I've... You've got... You've got... It's a missed call from Gav, everyone. You've got a smartphone. A missed call. Do you know... The, Is that why you didn't recognise it? By the way, and, and, and this conversation, I mean, much for anybody else, but Kevin will appreciate this. 
This is Vicky's son, Chazzy's old phone. Oh, what? Not, oh, okay. Uh, there's Vicky's cut her hair. Right. Uh, her, her oldest son uh, <coughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, has had much more important phones than this. This for me is this. This phone is me welcoming to the to the new <laughs> to the new world. And I think it's really lovely. You've got your DJ set as your ringtone. <laughs> Did you get that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, A-tonal yeah. bongo drums. I, de- I DJed through his mess the other night, and, uh, yeah. and, the, and the beauty of it was, Martin, is that um, everyone in the room enjoyed it, and Kevin didn't. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't been happier, possibly for say, nigh on 90 years. I wouldn't say everyone in the room enjoyed it. Yeah, well, you wouldn't, but you could, you're trying. But then they're, again, they're 85 I years. saw the smiling, <laughs> dancing faces. Their 82-year-old parents didn't enjoy it. Brendan Rodgers is an interesting <laughs> case in point, isn't he? But he said no, hasn't he? Because, and you know why? Because he thinks he's got the England job. No, really? He thinks he's... He thinks Alan, Par- he's Alan Pardew thinks he's got well, the England job Well, of course he does as well. well. So basically, take it a bit. I, I, that Swansea thing is an intriguing thing. Brendan Rodgers remains... Possibly a problem or a great product of the Swansea thing, as in a coach. But this coach thinks that he's he's destined for stardom. Is he is he you, just beyond his you know station on this one here? I think as well you, your stock rises. So obviously after you've been sacked, you know yeah. uh, regardless of what how how well thought of you were at your previous club, but yeah. You need to you, t- you step away all of a sudden when people start going. What about Brendan Rodgers mm. in six months' time? What about him? You know he'd be ideal. And also, I'm guessing his um, his, his kind of redundancy payment from yeah. Liverpool is dependent on not him not taking a job ah, yeah. within ah. his six months period. But, yeah, good point. But yeah. but, but at that level, you you would assume that that's not necessarily a massive concern because he's going to be a, a football manager for the rest of his life. But at the same time. It's a baby. It's a baby. It's Martin. Is there anything when they talk about people talk about Swansea's recruitment policy, Newcastle's recruitment policy? Is I I can't. I don't believe. Is is it more difficult to attract top class players to go somewhere that isn't London or isn't Manchester? Or it, that is you know absolutely. another forty mile. Is it seriously? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think. You, you dangle the carrot of European football, or but there'll be some sets that goes into it. So you you get that tier of players that are available, and then you just have to scout them to death, or, right. and then bring them through. So as as Newcastle have done in the past, yeah. as um, Stoke are doing at the minute. You know, yeah. I mean Stoke. I don't quite know how they sell it in. For the yeah, <laughs> Manche- well, half an hour from Manchester. Well, yeah, one hour from London on the train. Yeah, well, like, I mean they've got. I mean in Shakiri and. Um, the other lad up front they bought in it's fantastic. I mean they were fantastic oh, against Man City great. Exactly. They were exactly. really Probably Crouch commutes Crouch commutes yeah. from London it's up there oh yeah it, it, straight, <laughs> the, straight up the M1 which of course has got no road works on it does, yeah, does, does that bother fans in your experience Do people yeah, you wouldn't want to let them know that right. you know there's um I, it almost felt like the <laughs> well <laughs> I mean that, yeah. those things are unavoidable now because if Peter Crouch uh, what know. about Ro- just because we've got to draw this all close now sure. because, but what about Rogers though Do, you know is he destined for stardom is he delusional I, I don't I don't know what to make of him I've got to be honest I think he's he's up there with Steve McLaren very very good coach I mean he did a good job with Swansea but he did a good job as a coach at Chelsea. I mean, people, yeah. it's when people, you, Mark, you know the sort of short, the, the, the shorthand, the language that people use within football. When they when they constantly refer to someone like McLaren or Rogers as a great coach, mm. that implies they're not brilliant managers as well. And also, the, <laughs> yeah, by also, the, 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 the fact is as well. I know 
Someone like Roy Keane's got the best of both worlds because he can throw his medals on the table. But it becomes harder and harder, I think, for a manager who hasn't worked at the top level like Rogers. It's, it's finding a club that he can go into. Cause, but Rogers will think that most clubs are a step backwards. If Once you've managed yeah. it, it's like I Sherwood. Sherwood. I mean, Sherwood's got a real problem because Sherwood's got a massive ego. I, I, and st- uh, anything. Sherwood is an interesting combination, except I don't think Sherwood's earned the right to have be, be in the same yeah, but sense but, in that sense. I know, but yeah. in, in his mind, his next, whatever his next job I is, agree, it's going to be a step down. Just, just, for, just for, yeah. because to wrap it up, that is very, I think it's a very interesting point Kevin makes. What's the right next move for Brendan Rodgers? For, for, for not what he thinks in his head, but what yeah, actually right. would be good for him? Do you think? Oh, um, I think. Well, while Martin's thinking about that, I have to say I think Rodgers was really unfairly maligned by a lot of people, like Ian Wright, for example, who said that Rodgers, with the front line he had with with Sturridge and uh, Suarez yeah, and Sterling, all he had to do was organise the defence, and if mm. he couldn't do that, it's like. It's way more complicated. Now, Rogers is a really did yeah. a really good job with Liverpool, and there were times under Rogers' uh, management at Liverpool when you, they were one of the few clubs I'd and, pay money to go and, and see. So and, and, yeah, and he came, he, he came that close. So listen, and he's not, yeah, he found he's not, a way with, regardless of personnel yeah, results, yeah, form, and himself to get himself out of a job. Yeah, but so far Klopp's record is almost identical to Rogers' record. But, so let's, let's, no, but, uh, but, that, but here's my, that's my point. He found a way to get himself out of that job, in spite of everything you just said. Yeah, possibly. So he, yeah. so so, what is it about him that that that, that put, has put him where he is, and, and what would be good for him? Do you think as a man? I, think Liverpool, I mean, Liverpool again, the Suarez thing. You're pulling the heart of the team out, but at yeah. the same time, the um, I, I, I'd say him going into a more untouchable role like involved with the FA as a coach as like I'm under 21s nice kind of well, under 21s no no, 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 no I'm serious yeah. no, no. Of, so, you so, look at so how, involve his career that well, way well, yeah. well, can, I, can I ask one more question then what is the difference between a good coach and a good manager that's a great question it depends I, I, I if, I'd say a coach gets the best out of his players and knows how to uh, react to situations that happen in a game and has other teams worked out I'd say managers in my experience are people that know the players that they've signed and trust them to get on with the jobs right. but then know how to motivate right, them or right. manage them within any given situation ah, right, right. but that's my interpretation right, right, it's, right, a right, nice, yeah. it's a nice subtle difference but basically well, you're in a better is, situation than we are too. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right and of course uh, what we also have done is we haven't given Brendan Rodgers a job but then we haven't got time to do that kind of stuff we can worry about that next week because we will be back and this week that was the whistleblowers this is a playback media production served to you in association with why not think people Sports Social Podcast Network.